Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to an episode of Living Light Outdoors on the mic this afternoon. Uh, man, I wanted to jump in here as early as I could. I got a lot of things going on, packing to leave for this trip. Going to go over and see my beautiful bride for a little while this evening, have dinner with her and spend some time with her while she's taking care of her dad. Uh, so I wanted to uh, try to get in here and knock this one down. I actually kind of want to have a little fun with this. Uh, it is kind of an interesting thought, but I want to bring it around to something more powerful for us. But the question I have for you today is, how long can you tread water? Now, I love to swim. I, I, I am a, I'm a water dog, man. I love being in the water, especially when the water's got a little shade over it so the sun ain't beating me up. I love being in the water. I love to swim. I can just hang out in a pool forever. I can hang out in an old pond. I can hang out in a creek, river. It don't matter. I love the water. But how long can you tread water? Now, I want to bring to you a little scientific study that was done. During a brutal study at Harvard in the 1950s, a Dr. Kurt Reichter, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right, placed rats in a pool of water to test how long they could tread water. Now, I'm not really sure why you need to know how long a rat can tread water, but I'm not really sure why science does half the stuff they do anyway. But, but for whatever reason, somebody decided, hey, let's see how long a rat can tread water, and we'll make it a scientific experiment. So this Dr. Kurt Reichter did just such in the 1950s at Harvard, and on average, they'd give up their treading in about 15 minutes and sink. Well, I mean, when you really think about it, a rat's not designed to really swim. I mean, I guess some of them in New York might swim through them sewers, but for the most part, a rat's really not designed to swim. So 15 minutes of treading water, I guess, is probably a pretty good thing because how many rats really, like, know how to swim, you know? I mean, nobody taught them. So, unless, you know, they didn't grow up around water necessarily. So, on average, 15 minutes, and then they would sink. So, in the process of these studies, an interesting finding was uncovered. While realizing that, it, that at about 15 minutes of swimming, these rats seemed to give up and sink, a new measure was attempted. Right before they gave up due to exhaustion, the researchers would pluck them out, dry them off, let them rest for a few minutes, and then they'd put them back in for a second round. This makes a lot of sense, right? So in this second try, how long do you think they lasted? Now remember, they had just swam until failure only a few short minutes ago. So just as they began to sink, they were plucked out and saved, okay? So how long do you think? Another 15 minutes? 10 minutes? Five minutes? Uh-uh. Now, how about try 60 hours? What? Uh-uh. I'm, I'm telling you, it's not an error. According to this study, they, they actually swam another 60 hours. That's crazy. After, before, only lasting about 15 minutes and sinking to their doom... After being plucked out and saved, dried off, and then put back in, they swam for like 60 hours. Now, here's what the scientific conclusion came to. 
The conclusion drawn was that since the rats believed that they would eventually be rescued, they could push their body way past what they previously thought impossible. I want to leave you with this thought. If hope can cause exhausted rats to swim for that long, what could a belief in yourself and your abilities do for you? What if your hope was placed in Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith? What can our faith in Jesus do for our ability to endure and overcome whatever comes our way in this life? In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 through 3, it says this, Now faith is the assurance. It's the title, the, the title deed, the confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen. The conviction of their reality, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical sense. For by this kind of faith, the men of old gained divine approval. And by faith, that is, with an inerrant trust and enduring confidence in the power, wisdom, and goodness of God, we understand that the world's universe and ages were framed and created, formed, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the Word of God. So that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. In Hebrews chapter 6, verse 19 and 20, it says this, This hope, this confident assurance that we have as an anchor of the soul, it cannot slip and it cannot break down under whatever pressure bears upon it. A safe and steadfast hope that enters within the veil of the heavenly temple, the most holy place in which the very presence of God dwells, where Jesus has entered in advance as a forerunner for us, having become a high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. Keep your eyes on Jesus, not in our storm. Remember what you're capable of, and remember why you're here. Keep swimming. Romans chapter 15, 13, I'll leave you with this. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in His promises. Amen and amen and amen. May the God of all hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in his promises. Man, that's a refrigerator prayer right there if there ever has been one. Copy that one out. Post it on your fridge. Speak it into yourself every single day. How precious is his word. How powerful is his word. 
that our hope is in him. Our, our faith is based on him. It's through Christ that we overcome every obstacle that comes our way. It's he's our anchor. He's the only thing solid in this world that we can tie ourselves to. And you better get it done because the storm is raging and the waves are getting higher and the fire is getting hotter. You better get attached to something solid that can save you and that can help you endure and that can help you overcome the hardships that life can throw at us during these crazy times. Amen. God bless you guys. We love you. We're praying for you today. We're praying for our listener base today. Rhonda and I pray over you daily. We pray that God blesses you. We pray that God gives you the desires of your heart. But more than anything, we pray that he draws you close to him, that his Holy Spirit speaks into your life and it sets you free from any bondage that you may have, that you can be free in Christ to do what he's called you to do because we are not here much longer. This is our time to shine. God bless you and get you moving in this army today. Amen. If you need anything from us at all, let us know. We want to pray with you. If you can support us financially, what a great idea. We can use it. If you can pray for us, please do. We need it. Amen. God bless you guys. We love you. We will talk to you again real soon.